The expressed views of the guests on this podcast are theirs alone and not necessarily endorsed by the host, TWBC, or any associated sponsor. Conversations that are robust yet balanced, on point and to the point. You are listening to The Talk of Tournament Water Skiing. This is the TWBC Podcast. And now, here's your host, Tony Lightfoot. Well, greetings one and all. My name is Tony Lightfoot, and uh, this is the TWBC Podcast. Uh, Great to have you on board once again. And uh, continuing on the series that we started off earlier on uh, in the season, uh, on tour with uh, Freddie Winter and... uh, Sitting next to me right now here at uh, Caiaphas uh, uh, Water Ski Resort over in Western Peloponnesia in Greece, getting ready for the Caiaphas battle, is uh, Freddie Winter himself. How are you doing, sir? Doing great, Tony. It's actually, I was just sitting here thinking it's been quite a while since we sat down together. It feels like a lot's over happened. Over a month, yeah. Yeah, and, and not to mention we've had three events. It was odd not to have Tony Lightfoot at those events. So um, uh, good, good to have you uh, with us on the tour again. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely my pleasure. So let's go through so that some of those events just to get caught up, okay? Uh, the, uh, the first event that, uh, the, that, you, uh, that you had in, in Europe uh, at, about the same, at about the same time that, that I was doing the U21s over in Mexico, you were doing the BOTAS, right? Yeah, so that was, I mean, God, it feels like a long time ago, but it was only 10 days ago or so. It was, here we are on Thursday. It was, yeah, it was Saturday, Sunday of the 24th and 25th of June. So really, not long ago. Indeed, indeed. So how'd you get on in in Botas? Uh, well, uh, well. I mean, I was really happy. I won the thing, which was good. It, my first win since Mastercraft Pro last um, September, and uh, it was it was certainly an eventful day. I I can um, had food poisoning for the Sunday. Ugh. I felt horrific, but just managed to kind of get through the first couple of rounds, and and then me and Brando went back and forth a little bit in the in the final and it was it was great it was really good i mean always really good to get a win and 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 to do it in in europe um you know big tournament um it, it does tend to pop up on odd occasions doesn't he brando i mean it, i mean it doesn't scheme any of the events in the united states or anywhere else outside of europe for that matter but i mean you know on select events uh, brando does does come through a little bit i I'd, I'd say that's a little bit uh unfair actually this year he's been incredible i mean like you look at him he's he's got around four at 10 to five i've only had ever seen him before this year do it like a, a small handful of times and now he's doing it basically every time or, or at mm-hmm. least half the time so he's right there he's skiing really really well um kind of him and dane meckler both of them lefties big onside turns figuring out how to turn two in not too bad of a shape and turning the nuts out of three getting around four um and that's that's the way to get to the top of uh the top of some podiums and that win at uh, Botas uh, guarantees your spot in, uh, in another tournament, which uh, you didn't have the opportunity to go in this year, but now you've uh, booked your ticket there, much to the chagrin of the, uh, of the people running it, I guess. <laughs> I don't know about that. But you're talking about the Masters, are you? Yes. Um, yeah, yeah no, that was a nice little bonus. Um, certainly not the reason I went there, but uh, nice to be able to go and have the option of, of skiing at the Masters, uh, which I wasn't afforded this year. Um, it's kind of funny. I mean, you know, this the qualifying situation is is so sort of weird that that I don't know. There was four people qualified at the second qualifier this year, um, and it just so yeah. It, it's it's nice to be in, but um, very much more happy with the with the win of the tournament because that that lasts forever. And yeah. you know, as we saw this year, people spent the whole of May trying to qualify for the Masters. They went and they went out in the first round having run 
no more than a handful of boys because of inclement weather. So, yeah, it, you know, wins last forever and qualifying for the Masters, it affords you another opportunity to win, but I'd rather have the win. Um, so, yeah, great. But uh, I, I, I was celebrating more to be top of the podium. All right, then, after, uh, after Botas, uh, the next event was uh, Monaco. Kind of a bit of a strange event in the midweek, right? No, it was an amazing event midweek. This is exactly what we love. When, when we're in foreign countries and we're paying hotel bills and rental cars and stuff, we want to be skiing midweek tournaments. It's, it's incredible. Yes, it's intense. We had a head-to-head. I did six rounds at Botas with, with a, over the two days, including a runoff for the win against Brando. Uh, and then we went, uh, not three days later, we're, we're back in um, for, for another three rounds. Kind of, kind of like my soccer team, you know, West Ham United, Premier League in the weekends, European, uh, European matches during the week, I guess. West Ham's a football team. I didn't know what, what's, I don't know what soccer is. You don't know what uh, soccer is? Uh, it's yeah. a football team. I thought anyway, go hammers. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, yeah. So it was, it was, it's great. You know, that, that's what I was saying. You know, Greg Desmond and, and, and all those guys, uh, the, um, um, the guys from Monaco who put it all on, it, you know, it, it was perfect for us. We, we got to, have three events in a week and what an event it was um you know you guys weren't broadcasting which was which was a shame but you know apart from that it was tip 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 top and uh i won that one with a runoff against nate my second runoff in in four or five days i skied a lot of rounds um but managed to come out on top and uh got a nice jacket for the for for the winner which was really really cool really nice touch it was a very nice surprise and i'm i'm going to treasure that and another nice touch was the opportunity to uh, to get, get go meet uh, the uh, the Prince of Monaco, right? I didn't actually meet him, um, but I'm, some people did, and I, that's it's it's fantastic. I mean, I don't know, as as a I, to me the only royalty I'll ever recognise in my lifetime is the is the Queen who died and anyone thereafter. Uh, especially old sausage fingers. Not, <laughs> I was about to say. Not, I was about to say. <laughs> not not uh, <laughs> you know. Look. I hope I'm not being disrespectful. I like very, 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 very cool. He came. But what I'm sort of being a bit unfair there. It's incredible that the guy turned up when um, you know he's such an important person. His time is so valuable, and everyone wants a piece of him. And he turned up to Watsky tournament. So huge congratulations to those guys for for making that happen. And I mean, I really I believe that that tournament will be really one of the big, big, big ones on the calendar coming in the next few years because it's in such a cool place. It's a beautiful location they're all good people they're extremely hard workers so i mean you know we're, we're grateful for every event don't get me wrong but this one felt a little bit special yeah i was uh, i was over at rockbrun in about 1995 uh, for, the for the world, world championships for the world championships there and uh, it was uh, it was certainly a great occasion there i mean that I mean the site itself uh, is actually run by the uh, by the monegasque uh, water ski federation it used to it used to be the french national site site for a while but uh, yeah, but they're still continuing to do great things over there in Rockburn, Sarah Jean. Yeah, I hadn't been there since 2004. A long, long time um, since I was, you know, it was my first ever international tournament was there in 2003. And um, I never skied that well there. So really nice to go back and get a win. And I mean, yeah, it was, it was a great week for me. I really, I, I love it. I mean, I, you know, overall, I'm just so happy that Europe, of which I'm a, you know, I'm a native of, um, is the center of the water skiing world for a few weeks mm-hmm. it's just I, I mean i've said it all year but like to, to to have everyone over here from um from america all the top guys um you know we we it, it's excellent it just grows and grows the field was full 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 those first two tournaments there was not a single skier missing on the men's side um and that you know that's really really amazing all right then so after after monaco we uh we head across uh, across france uh, towards uh, uh, lacanel 
and uh, how did how did that one turn out for you? It was it was good. It was re- I mean it was a great event once again. I um I I realized on arrival that I'd cracked my ski uh, throwing my as Adam Saddlemyer said it was a textbook Freddie Winter crash uh, at Boy Four to get into the final. So I actually skied on a slightly cracked ski in the final at Monaco, which which it held out. But and it, it's fine. I mean you know I, I my binding came off and I smashed the side of it. So. I just didn't want to risk it. So it was a bit of a tough decision before Lacano. Do I, do I change ski or do I stay on the ski? But I kind of realized, well, I got to, I got to get off something that's potentially going to hurt me. Yeah. You, know, you, you never want to um, risk it, especially in a world year. I'm skiing well. I mean, you know, I can always, if I can always change ski, but I, you know, if, if I got a broken leg or something, I, I can't do anything. So um, yeah, a bit of a risk, but, but it, you know, it worked out the, the, I felt a bit weird the first couple of rounds on that ski. I kind of messed with some settings. Um, and then, yeah, in the final, put it together, was in the lead until the last skier, Nate went and beat me, which, you know, it wasn't a huge surprise. He looked good for the weekend, had had the best score in each round up to that point, and, and then again in the final. So, um, but yeah, I was really happy on a new ski to be able to, 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 to go and get a big score, my fourth set on it in the final, having had one practice beforehand. And I was really, I mean, I guess, you know, not to sound like a corporate stooge, as, as my friends accuse me of when I, when I talk about my sponsors, but... Um, it's great to to have a company behind me like D3 that's pro- able to provide equipment that, that is replicable. I had never skied on that thing yeah. until that. I just didn't have time um, before before the uh, the European stuff had started. So you know to kind of be able to put the ski on and go, all right, well actually I, c- I can push this, I can trust this. Yeah. It felt it felt good. It, it, it continues to feel good. So that's that's really exciting. Very similar to San Gervasio a few years ago, where your ski went missing and you had to jump on to another D3 in order to uh, to actually uh, and actually be able to ski was that right yeah that was i was on a different size ski at that time so i actually had my boots and i put on the 66 and it didn't feel i mean it, it felt good enough to run three at 41 three at 25 it did not feel good enough to go any further without having had a few sets on it i mean i was happy to do what i managed to do but then you know i th- this one feels like I, I can actually i can do some damage i need to get used to it i'm still trying to do that this week uh, between the tournaments we've got three sets got my third one today so um yeah we'll see how we go all right, then. You mentioned a little bit Adam Saddlemyer uh, a few mo- few moments ago. Uh, he sustained a shoulder injury. Uh, tell us a little bit about that as far as you know. Yeah, poor old Adam. He's had a rough time. I mean, I, you know, I don't know the ins and outs of, of whatever happened a couple of years ago with, with, his, with his band. But, um, you know, I, I know Adam and I know he's not a cheat and I know that he's, he's a good guy and... So I've been really happy to see him come back and ski so well. You know, he's he's been right there, top fours, uh, top four at Lake 38, top four at Botas, right in the mix at, at all the other events. And then sadly, five to six at, at 10.75 in the in the final, I believe. Yeah, um, no, no, in the, in the second round at Lacano, kind of pushed on the ski a little bit, dropped his shoulder, hit the wakes. And I think he busted his eardrum and he's got a, separated shoulder or something apparently the the doctor on site said unlikely to have surgery but yeah poor chap i mean that's 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 rough but i hope he'll be back i'm sure he will be yeah um you know before too long um yeah wishing him well of course and he's a he's a good guy he's a nice guy to have had back because he's just a positive dude he you know like seeing him around and he's always he's always an amusing chap to talk to um so yeah hopefully he'll be he'll be back real soon all right, then, obviously scheduled to be here at Kayathas uh, uh, d- during this uh, this competition, unable to do so because of that injury. So we here we are, Western Peloponnesia. We're here at uh, Kayathas for the pro battle. 
And I mean, I've been looking at stuff on Instagram and uh, and social media, what have you. And George has been doing a remarkable job trying to get the word out about this tournament, not only to the skiers and the athletes themselves, but also to the general public. Because, I mean, you go around town here and there's no escaping him. I mean, I'm looking at a poster right now with George Hatsis on it, you know. I mean, it's absolutely bonkers. Well, that's in Zaharo, but I mean, so I had a friend um, who was in Greece a few weeks ago, not a skier, knows I'm a skier, text me and said, oh, I guess you're going to be in Greece in a few weeks. I said, yeah, I am actually. How do you know? She goes, oh, it's on the radio. So they're advertising on the radio every day on, on, on Greek national radio. So yeah, George is doing a hell of a job. It's, you know, in, in the previous episodes of, of this series, I've mentioned Kayafas as the kind of one I was almost the most looking forward to because not just because of how good it was last year, but the potential... That, that we're going to have of, of it being big. And I mean, I, I called George a couple of times, um, you know, just about logistics or whatever. And, 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 and in the lead up here, and he, and he told me, he's like, he's like, listen, dude, last year was cool. It's nothing compared to this year. You wait. And he's got these plans. Um, I think we're going to have a lot of people out here. I think that your broadcast, I'm really glad you guys are broadcasting actually, because um, you guys are the ones that get most of the sort of the ambience, the, 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 the stuff around the scenes. And uh, I think that, yeah, apparently there's uh, female dancers, male dancers, there's people with drums, there's, there's going to be DJs, there's, there's going to be a Wrangler with a DJ booth in it. Um, you guys are broadcasting from VW Bus. This is, <laughs> this is all quite exciting, right? And, uh, you know, George is an ambitious man and he, he wants it to be the biggest event in the world. And, you know, that, that's the thing. I mean, there's a lot of events that claim to be the biggest in the world for different reasons. Some have history, you know, some have money. Um, some have, you know, I mean, what, whatever it is, like, you know, um, prestige, what, you know, the, 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 for the skiers, part of it is, is the atmosphere. And, and, and Moomba can't be rivaled for that because there's always going to be more people there yeah. than anywhere else. But I think... Yeah, that just I, because the festival that's nearby. Yeah, I mean, Moomba is, I mean, I, that was the most fun I've had skiing in a tournament maybe ever. Um, was the, it was the final this, this, uh, this March. Um, just you know, getting the crowd going like in front of all these people. But I have a feeling that it's going to be something you know, not to the same number of people, but that, but in terms of people that are really interested in the skiing. I mean, there's going to be a big, big chunk of people sitting here watching us, wanting us to do well. Um, and I'm 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 really, really, really excited for this weekend. I mean, it's going to be something special. And you know, strangers to this part of the world as well. So I mean, so I mean, you can you can vouch for the likes of George Hatsis and the and his uh, compadres here in, uh, in, in, in supporting them for their endeavours. I mean, I mean, you ski out in Portaheli for, uh, for many, many years. I'll be there in two and a half weeks' time, actually. I'm coming two, back. You're coming back? Yeah. Might have, a, might have a few beers and, you know, just I'm actually bringing some friends. I'm going to do some skiing and kind of, yeah, it's actually during the, during the Europeans. Um, I'll be here just <laughs> doing something I enjoy more than skiing the European Championships. And probably catching up a little bit on the coverage, you know, during the night time, if you've got a little bit of time. Zero chance. Zero chance. No, okay. Well, it, well, it, well, it would be on YouTube. It would, it would, all, all that coverage will be there, you know. So, I mean. Listen, I wish you guys the best. I hope it's a great tournament. The Luzeris uh, will, and, and, you know, Sanjurazi will put on a phenomenal event. But, no, th- this is the future of the sport. The pro skiing is the future of the sport. And, uh you know what George is doing, and what what we've seen at Lacano, what we've seen uh, at Monaco and, and Botas. That's what's that's what's going to grow the sport. And European Championships are, the, are, 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 you know, in my opinion, they're in the past. Um, that's why I choose to, to not go because, you know, I, I can go and wherever I come in the in the European Championships are going to be below anything I'm going to do here. So, um, no, I'm I'm going to be doing something different. 
All right. Within the last week, TWBC released the uh, the unknown sport of uh, of water skiing, and apparently uh, your appearances and your quotes and witticisms uh, uh, in that uh, in in that documentary have yielded uh, quite a bit of uh, feedback from uh, from a whole bunch of our uh, uh, of our supporters out there, uh, and it's been played over thirty thousand times in the last week since it was released. You know, so I mean, it's uh, it's gathered uh, gathered quite a bit of a following there, uh, Freddie. Yeah, well, I, do you know, I I actually haven't watched it. I saw a sort of rough cut early this year, um, but uh, I haven't I haven't seen it. I feel I'm almost. It's quite intense these, these like these couple of weeks, right? I mean, you're you know you're going from event to event to event. You know, it, it's fairly overwhelming. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get outside of water skiing for a minute and actually sit and watch it and enjoy it instead of watching it in a hotel room and then go you know after being with all my fellow pros and and, and skiing all day and then you know waiting till the next day to do the exact same thing. So I'm gonna wait. Um, so I don't I haven't seen the finished version. I've heard it's amazing and I think you know thirty thousand views. Okay, that that's it's a huge number, but it's also not it's not what it needs to be. That that film deserves from the, what i saw of it i mean it deserves to be seen by millions of people and you know it's not a it's not an original thing to say but you guys at twbc are doing the biggest and best stuff in the sport the you know it's the most you guys in my opinion are by far the most important people in the sport because you're giving the sport a future compared to any other entity individual person what you know governing body whatever um and uh this 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 is a document for the sport that will last forever and will hopefully bring more people into it and i think not just that but like you know ultimately what i think everyone believes is that the the sport needs a drive to survive style series throughout the year and this is a is a a blueprint a a proof of concept that can be bought in um i mean they're coming out left right and center right now i mean there's drive to survive there's that golf one on netflix there's the tour de france yeah. they're, they're, they're all trying to compete for that space now. well and here's my here's my view on it is i've watched i've only watched i watched some of the tennis one i watched all the golf one i watched all the drive to survives and my view is actually we're we're actually almost better set up than a lot of the sport the, the tennis one and the golf one they're not as good because there's no narrative they the, it's hard when you're focusing on four majors um, or whatever it is in golf, I don't know. It's, it's four in tennis. Then, then, then you don't get like a sort of build-up. Um, you, 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 the reason that tennis is a great sport to watch is you have a, a whole Wimbledon's happening right now. You have a whole two-week tournament. You see the, yeah. the flow throughout the two weeks. Doesn't come across in one episode, right? But you know, Drive to Survive, which I think is the most successful, you know, the original and the best. You, you, you can feel the build-up from the start of the season to the end of the season, um, and that's what we have. We have a tour that starts. You know, in 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 the early part of the year, and it and it ends at the end. There's there's a point system that goes all the way through. There's a beginning, middle, and end. Um, you know, and that's why I think the sp- the sport needs to be it needs to grow to not be about three big tournaments, which yeah. it kind of has been for you know for many years. It's been about Moomba and then the Masters uh, a few months later, and then the World Championships are happening that year. But that, that's not a that's not a good. You don't want people to watch three tournaments. Otherwise, you know, water skiing will never get bigger. Yeah. Every successful sport has, has a narrative throughout a season. Um, and we are not a successful sport. We're getting more successful, but we're not a successful sport. So we need to have a whole season narrative so people watch all of the tournaments, get excited about the narrative about, well, who's moving up the leaderboard, who's moving down, um, and then who's, you know, getting, getting, going to be winning the, the whole tour at the end. And, you know, a lot of people would argue is that in Formula 1, there wouldn't be a race in Vegas if it wasn't for Netflix. Well, that's for, well, that's for certain. I, that's for certain. I mean, I think that there will at some point be a bit of a um, you know situation where where you know there's an oversaturation 
and people get a bit kind of bored of these things. But, you know, that, that just because that might happen doesn't mean we shouldn't try and, and get this uh, this thing going. And, I, you know, I think we've, we've certainly got the characters. My God, we've got some strange people in this sport um, and and very interesting people um, that are that would make, you know, for great TV. And I think people would want to watch it. Not to mention we have the angle of like, you know, it's, it's 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 not all glitz and glamour. It's not all sort of you know yachts in Monaco. It's like well you know we're we're all sort of sharing cars and hotel rooms, mm-hmm. um, oh, and yeah. I think that adds to it. That's a, that's actually part of the charm as opposed to you know something that's that's going to make it look like we're all, we're, we're really B league. Um, yeah, I, I think I think that's got to be a, a big aim. We just need to find the funding. But of course, when you have a proof of concept like this CWC movie, um, which you know by all accounts is just incredible uh, we we have we have that and someone can see that and and we'll 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 be able to take that to people and, and and bring something bigger into the sport you spoke a few moments ago about the governing body and everything and uh, for uh, for uh, for a, a good amount of time uh, uh, this season you'd been under uh, a little bit on a, of a double secret probation type deal going on and but now we've gotten past that point in the season date wise so uh, tell us a little bit about that. Well, it was it was funny earlier this year. You know, you, you interviewed me, and and um, I had to be extremely careful about what I said because, you know, there was scrutiny on me. A sort of, in some ways, a sort of sword of Damocles. Um, the federation put me on. They they tried to ban me from the sport last year. Um, I've heard that from from the from the horse's mouth. Um, and um, when they realised they couldn't do that, there was a. Um, you know, because I had to, I had to get a lawyer. Um, I had to I had to hire a lawyer because you know this was after, of course, the Masters incident, which you know the even the judges involved uh, at the time have told me they couldn't believe that it went as far as it did. So um, yeah, so I had to hire a lawyer, and 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 you know the federation realised that they I think they they probably couldn't act in the way that they that they initially thought they might. Um, you know, a lot of money was spent. Uh, uh, you know to to. To, to allow for a you know sanity to break out and um yeah so so here i am uh you know let's it's it's 13 months after the masters incident um which you know frankly was uh, it, it, the, the the overreaction to it was was quite amazing in in my opinion um but so uh, you know, in the end, they, they they put me on a sort of a year long probation, which I don't not quite sure what that means. Uh, you know, I, I I play by the rules anyway. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I I wanted to be a little bit careful about what I said because I think that I'm fairly unpopular with some of those people. Um, so, but yeah, no, here I am, and I'm good, and uh, I'm off probation. Excellent stuff, and we certainly wish you the best of luck uh, for this uh, competition coming up, the uh, the Kayafas uh, Pro Battle. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the coverage uh, will, uh, will will start uh, this weekend. More details on the TWBC YouTube channel. Certainly wishing you the best of luck. Any any parting comments uh, before we round round off this preview? Uh, no, I'm very, very just very happy to see you, Tony, and see all the gang here. I'm, I'm excited to have a great great event here. I really, I mean, I hope people watch this event because I think we're going to see some some really unusual stuff happening. Um, we're going to see some some crowds which you don't really see like. DJs on the dock, people on the on the dock dancing. I think that I think that actually for you guys, it's going to be 
you'll be more armed for it. We weren't ready for it as the skiers yes. last year, but you guys will be ready to kind of, after seeing what happened last year, you'll be able to see like, okay, well, here's going to be where the DJs are. Here's going to be all the people are dancing. Like, you'll be able to get more of that, um, that atmosphere. It's going to be exciting. We're already making moves so far as our staging of our equipment to, to accommodate the EDM music and the saxophonist and all of that stuff. You'll, that you'll just need some directional mics so that, so that all of the dancing and st- all, the, all the music doesn't come in like when you're commentating, right? Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it just adds to it, doesn't it? I mean, it just adds to the atmosphere, you know, and this is, and this is where the where the sport needs to go. Hundred percent. I mean, we, you know, every event we have is amazing, but but when you have an atmosphere, which I believe it's going to be like this this year, if it's if it's anything like last year, then it adds to this. It adds for the skiers, it adds for the spectators. It's it's going to be special, and you know, what a beautiful place to, to have it. All right, then, and this has been the latest episode of On Tour with uh, Freddie Winter here on the TWBC podcast. Thanks a lot for tuning in, and thank you once again for your support. And until next time, it is ciao for now. Thank you for listening to the TWBC podcast. Be sure to check out our website at waterskibroadcasting.com. Links to our presence on major social media platforms can be found there, as well as updates to our webcast and this podcast. Duplication or rebroadcasting of this broadcast without written consent of TWBC is prohibited. Subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to join us next time for the next edition of the TWBC Podcast.